Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again. With Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up? Welcome in to End This League. Good Saturday morning, good Saturday afternoon, good podcast on demand listening wherever, whenever. In the scope of time you are listening to us, we are very glad to be here. I am Chris Welsh. That's Scott Bogman over there. We are in this league, and we're right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I like that you're like, uh, whatever your plane of existence, we are very happy that you are with us. Yeah, I'm kind of in that world because I just got done watching the, the Netflix show Dark. So I'm in this scope of like, you know, I just wherever, whatever point of reality that you live in or exist in, like we're here, most likely. We exist, unless this is all just the Matrix. Are you saying that there is a plane of existence where we are skinny? There is. There's a plane of existence where um, we are on primetime radio. That's, you know, this is an opposite, op- <laughs> completely opposite universe where now we are I skinny. Now I know you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. It's an opposite universe. It's a parallel, <laughs> like the other, other parallel universe. Like, you know, there's a universe where, you know, we are very popular. There's a universe where we don't podcast or play fantasy. Uh, maybe there's a universe where we only uh, do LARPing, you know, that type of stuff. LARPing. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I there's a universe where you I... don't write your fan fiction for Star Wars. There's one of those. Uh, well, that's this universe right here. Not, I don't it, write I don't any f- fan fiction ever. So. Okay, I read it. I'm sorry, you read it. <laughs> I don't read it either. When do I have time to read fan fiction? That's true. You know what? We don't have any time. Because even on the this show is a microcosm for everything that is going on today. In hour one, it is baseball talk. So for the next 45 whatever minutes that uh, our voices are heard, it's going to be baseball talk because a huge trade and then a signing went down in baseball. We have got to break down that. There's some prospect stuff in the world. The first prospect ever was given an 80-grade hit tool. Um, on Saturday, the uh, top 100 from MLB uh, pipeline is going to be released. There's other trade conversation. All that, that's just hour one. Hour two, we've got two guests with us. Nick Whalen from Rotowire uh, on TV most recently. Very handsome. Very. Uh, he is the parallel universe version of us. You know, people want him on television, and he's good-looking. On television, good-looking, right. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be joining us to talk a little bit of fantasy basketball. And then FNTSY's very own Jake Seeley is going to be joining us. Have we confirmed we get to steal uh, multiple segments of his time yet? Has he confirmed that? Uh, Nothing confirmed, but he'll be Well, we'll pressure him on air. We'll pressure him on air. Yeah, that's what we do. We're going to talk about uh, the XFL. I'd like to talk about his 2018 early football ranks. And uh, Seeley, myself, and Paul Spohr had a heated online debate on Twitter uh, over the week that maybe we can discuss. So all of that is happening in this universe of In This League. The other universe, well, they're talking— What's your 80-grade tool? I, that's what I want to know. What is your 80-grade tool, if you had to pick one? I would probably say— yeah, well, I mean, I would say someone looks at me, they'd probably assume eating. I'd say uh, probably talking. Like, I can do an hour. Okay. Yeah, my Prospect One podcast. I did an hour the other day, and I was like, I just talked for an hour. I mean, that's impressive. Doesn't mean it was good. Mine is but... figuring out microphones, actually. 
<laughs> yeah, figuring out connections. Well, hey, let's get on the break. Let's try to figure out the rest of this. Don't go anywhere. It is Scott Bogman. It is Chris Welsh. This is In This League, and we got a whole lot to talk about, so don't you go anywhere. This is Tony Sikatani. Hey, fantasy football season's over, but fantasy football gold still every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Myself and Kevin Walsh. I need you guys to listen. A lot of people have never heard Kevin Walsh. He's really good, but I don't know how many people he has in his family. I'm hoping he has a big family or that we're in trouble. So I need listeners. I need you to listen. Fantasy football gold, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. iTunes and Google Play as well. Old school fantasy. A lot of movement going down in Milwaukee. Uh, acquiring Yellick, going and getting Lorenzo Kane, possibly some more trades coming also. Do you think that this is a team that can make a playoff push this year? You have to be excited if you're a Brewer fan, number one. It's just a great park in general, the middle park for hitters. And this is a team that loves to run. Listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com box today. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. The next screw that falls out is going to be you. In this league. What was that? In this league. You just bought yourself another Saturday, mister. Oh, crushed. Welcome back. Even if you are in detention on Saturday, if you're with the Breakfast Club, whatever it is, you can uh, catch us. We can be your Saturday ray of hope in the fantasy world, more than just the sports world in general, as, um, I mean, boy, we do a lot of stuff. 
We do a lot of stuff. The, and you want to know the grand scope of it? And things, as a matter of fact. We had this week alone, or last uh, 10 days, three baseball podcasts that dropped. We did a Dynasty mock draft and a two-part Dynasty series on the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast. My Prospect won. Uh, two shows dropped. I interviewed Jun- Junior Spivey and Kamar Rocker, uh, potential top pick this year in the MLB draft. And uh, talked about a few other things. And then Eric Longenhain from Fangraphs. Bogman did an NFL draft, the second episode of our NFL draft war room podcast. All of this stuff over at InThisLeague.com. By the way, the newly revamped InThisLeague.com. We changed out the look after about uh, four and a half years. Looks sexy. Looks nice and sexy. Big old pain in my ass is what It, it was. Yep, it was, yeah. and uh, you know what? I was there with words of encouragement, yeah. and I said, hey, it looks great. You couldn't have done a better job here. Don't ask yeah. me to help because I have no idea what I'm doing. Thanks, champ. That was what I got. Yep. But you know what? That's what I needed. I needed the good thanks, champ thing. And then last thing, <laughs> uh, uh, just a little promo is next, I mean, next week we will promo it, but that following Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, at least the plan is, as long as all goes uh, accordingly, Bogman and I will be releasing our fantasy book, the 99 fantasy, uh, fantasy Baseball Debates for 2018, and we have got a host of um, guest judges that are on it, from Paul Spore, Steve Gardner, Jake Seeley, he'll be joining us later, uh, all those guys. We've got Joe Pizzapia, tons of Joe. them, so we will... Be on. We are going to. I mean, Bavona. I don't know if we said this last week. If you're around, but like, get, like we need you to get on the booking. We need to get on yeah, all we, the shows in about two weeks. I can get you. I think we can do it. Okay. Okay. Like all of them. <laughs> like I already told Joe. I was like, <laughs> let's get there. But like, we're gonna have to. You know, we got to put ourselves out there. There's a word I probably shouldn't use on this station because now we're on the mornings. Uh, when we we're on the nights, I might have used it. But we got to. We got to put ourselves out, out there. Yeah, yeah, we got to do some schmores for, for schmores. So. Yeah, yeah, we all like schmores, right? <laughs> There's a special yeah. island one for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what, right. One of my favorite things to do on Schmore Island. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is banging schmores. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> Who doesn't like a schmore? Everyone likes it. It's, it's uh, a hey, graham cracker, like chocolate, and uh, and uh, what is it? Marshmallow, right? Yeah, or you can have a dirty schmore, which has white chocolate. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, this is this is morning radio stuff. This isn't what this is, <laughs> afternoon radio stuff. All right, so uh, that's what we'll be doing. So in this league.com, that's where you can go check out all this stuff. Uh, support your boys. Check out the book. We will be uh, trying to be everywhere as possible that we can try to do. Uh, but let's get into it. it. The Welsh. Schmore Island. Yeah. The Schmore, yeah, the Schmore <laughs> Island. I mean, that's your dream. Well, you want, you want to know what? One last plug. You want to uh, get through the whole Schmore thing. It's our secret show we just did at InThisLeague.com oh with the ITL Army. Um, I think Bavona would actually really like it. Maybe we should just send oh it to him because he's a yeah, wonderful we producer. Send it to him. Bavona, yeah, we did I mean, an episode. It's called, um, well, the show we do, it, this is only for our insiders. It's called Talking, Speaking, Being a Person. That's the show title. And the episode name we did, it was called The Dark Web. And we did an hour of essentially the dark web conversation. And we even talk about a potential uh, schmore addiction that Bogman might have. <laughs> you really like a smorgasbord uh, there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I That's do right. like to, to pick. You know, I, I do. So should we talk fantasy baseball? <laughs> we should talk some fantasy baseball. I'm sorry. We went down, we went down a dark web rabbit hole is what we did. Actually. Hey, look, when, uh, I'm, when I'm pulling in the reins, it's bad. That's all I'm saying. I'm not one point. to do that. 
Uh, we've got a lot. I mean, we do a good job of just stretching this whole thing out. But the big thing that went down this phrasing. week. Yeah, phrasing. Sorry. Sorry. Oh and the whole schmore talk. I don't know. I, I, was, I was talking about stretching out the segments, not the schmore or anything. What is happening? So <laughs> the, a huge trade went down in baseball, which kind of I felt like was maybe the um, – the one of the first building blocks we needed to tumbling down this free agency hole that's going on because all of these guys are just waiting and you know I felt like your Lorenzo Kane could have been one of those pieces on the offensive side that has held back the market a bit especially like guys like Hosmer and Mustakas waiting for their own teammate where the pitching side is held back by Darvish and the big trade that went down Christian Yelich. The Miami Marlins, I did an update. My uh, Bogman, you'd like this. You didn't hear it. My Thursday night update as I do the overnight updates here for FNTSY, I opened it with, this is a test of the Miami Marlins purge system. Like, I thought that was A+, plus, but I got no uh, no emails about how incredibly talented and uh, you, smart I was. Did You know what you should have done is you should have done, like, uh, one of those warning, uh, uh, what are they called? The yeah, the EAS alarms. test. Well, I was going to put, I, I mean. Everyone is departing Miami, all of them. If I was going to do the whole thing, I just wrote the thing. But uh, the Miami Marlins essentially trading out the second-to-last cog in the, in the you know, the previous regime's roster, the good roster, as we would call it. And they... Finally pulled off a good trade. They traded Christian Yelich to the Milwaukee Brewers, and they got a haul back. They got top prospect Lewis Brinson, uh, another outfielder, Monty Harrison, who I've seen out here in the Arizona Fall League and chatted with. He's a big dude. Yeah, there it is. That's this it. is a test of the Miami Marlins purge system. For the next 12 hours, the Miami Marlins will be trading all players. We will get rid of the crazy statue. Derek Jeter will sell you on the future. You will never have more than 2,000 fans in your stadium. I repeat, this is a test <laughs> of the Miami Marlins purge system. If you hit over 250, please vacate this city immediately. Yeah, everyone's just wearing a mask of Marlins, man, too. That's what everyone's going around <laughs> with during that one. Uh, but they traded Lewis Brinson, Monty Harrison. They got Asan Diaz, who is a big power-hitting second baseman and German uh, Jordan Yamamoto uh, pitcher. So four guys. Oh, it was all. No, it was big. It was, I thought it was a great, great acquisition just from an overall perspective. So um, I want to – well, you know, tell me your thoughts on the Miami Marlins return because I think maybe the next segment I want to give the Christian Yelich conversation a whole lot of conversation. But what did you think about that return when Jeter is really – I mean, he's botched, it seems like, every single one of these trades. Well, you know, they said they were waiting for an overpay. I don't know that this is an overpay because I know Isan Diaz is a while away. How far away is Monty Harrison? The year two, um, at least. I would say, yeah, he's not a this year guy. He's maybe a second half of next year guy. Like, like but, he's a big power speed guy, but he can get like streaky. So that's part of his problem. Right, Brinson should be up. You know, if not uh, immediately at some point this season. Uh, so and Diaz is a ways away, and Harrison and uh, who was the pitcher that they got? The um, really not much. Jordan Yamamoto. I mean, he had a good, from what I read, he had a good season. He's not like a top prospect or anything, but he's improving. So yeah, like a bullpen I, guy. Like what, right, what they did, sure. they, they've acquired Jorge Guzman and Sandy Alcantara, and so those are guys that they're going to put in the rotation. Yamamoto might be a bullpen guy. Right, right. So, uh, you know, I think this was a, a nice little return for Yelich. Uh, you know, are any of them going to turn into Christian Yelich? I doubt it. I, he's probably well, going to wind up being the best player in this trade. But there's some potential there. So. Uh, I actually like this. I like this a lot more than the other trades that they've been doing. So, 
Well, I mean, and Lewis Brinson, though. Lewis Brinson, I mean, this is a place he's always wanted to play. He is a five-tool, like, potential five-by-five category athlete, you know? I mean, it's we'll see how the average goes, but this is one of those guys that's 20-plus power, speed. Uh, he did hit, like, 320 in the minors. You know, he could hit in the middle of the, rota- uh, the, middle of the lineup and whatnot, so... I actually thought it was a great trade for them and, and what, you know, and how they've kind of worked about it. Because I don't know if you saw, they, there were two other trade offers or two conversations they had before this one, Bogman. They reached out to the Braves and said, we want Ronald Acuna. And then immediately were, you know, uh, um, <laughs> met with a... <laughs> and then they called the Blue Jays. Tone, actually. I yeah. Was... And then the Blue Jays uh, called and said, what did it take for Yelich? And they said, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> And that ended that. So this was the next best return. So it was a, it was a great return. Uh, deep uh, dynasty but, stuff. The rest of the guys are there. But Brinson might play this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, play. exactly. I should say will play. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to play at some point this year. Like I said, you know, he could be up for opening day. He could not be. We'll see. But... You know, th- this is better than. Uh, I mean, what what did they get for st- for Stanton again? I mean, obviously they got salary cap relief. Jorge but, Guzman uh, and Stalin Castro. And Ozuna, they got Alcantara at least, but you know, Alcantara is a. I would say that he's a. Um, he he's risky, I guess, as far yeah, as yeah, he's bullpen I mean, risk. All, all pitchers are risky. Yeah, exactly. So you know, he might be back there with Yamamoto. Uh, so I, I like this trade for them. I think it's good, but I really think that it is good for Christian Yelich fantasy value. I'm really and that's, excited about that. And that is what we're going to talk about on the other side of this break because he goes into a spot that there are a lot of offensive assets around him. He goes to a place that has a different system of how they how they run. Uh, literally, when I say that, I mean literal how they run. So let's talk about Yelich on the other side. What type of boost are we going to see? He's going to see a big old fantasy boost, and he's going to be a popular pick. But how realistic are these improvements? We'll talk about that on the other side. Scott Bachman, Chris Welsh in this league. We'll be back. Hey, it's Tony Cicada from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And you know what? Did you make a New Year's resolution? If you didn't, I got one for you. The Fantasy First Look is now on five days a week, Monday through Friday. When you get up in the morning, you subscribe to iTunes. It goes right to your phone. And in a special edition, noon on Sundays, Joe Galina, Tony Cicada, two hours of the Fantasy First Look. Hooray! A New Year's resolution you can keep. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore. 
but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. On Target Fantasy. I want to know, how do you deal with collusion, okay? And, and get people to realize there was no collusion. I just made a trade, and it's not my fault that Vlad made a bad trade. It, it, it's just, you know, it helped me. I'm sorry it didn't help him, but it's not my fault. You know what I'm saying? Well, why can't you get Vlad to say that it wasn't collusion? It's a good question. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. FNTSY.com slash radio. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Modell's. Freestyle. You know who tweeted right at Vince McMahon saying, like, he's down, he wants in? Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football wants a chance to get in this. And here's the interesting part. Vince McMahon also said that he wants a certain image for his league. He said no players who have a criminal record, who have any felonies, will be allowed in the XFL. I think that's interesting, right? But here's the thing. Does that disqualify Johnny Manziel? Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You might not see any palm trees or cacti out your window. That doesn't mean it's not spring training. That's right. It's time for us fantasy baseball owners to shake off the rust and get into midseason form. And here on FanRag Fantasy Baseball, we have everything you need to assemble your best team. We'll be breaking down all the offseason player movement and zeroing in on the trends that will keep you ahead of your league mates on draft day and beyond. Join me for FanRag Fantasy Baseball each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network between 10 and 11 p.m. Eastern or 6 and 8 p.m. Pacific time. Then one day, Chris Welsh said, Have some in this league. With me, with me. In this league, tastes really good and it's helpful. You see, I said, I taste it, I'll give it a whirl. And now I am a in this league. Girl. I said, I taste it, I'll give it a whirl. And now I am a in this league. Girl. <laughs> very good. Very, very good, Savona. So he's a rock star. He's number one in our book. And you know what I love, too, is that uh, no girl has ever said that. Uh, probably not. Not even my wife. How I'm an in-this-league girl? Mm, yeah. Probably not. Nope. No. We, there's wine. I mean, there is Floatal, as we call her, the first lady of ITL. But that's about right. it. Right. Yeah. She's a Jonesy girl. Not an yeah, yeah, girl. yeah, not an ITL girl. <laughs> Great point. Good point. So, uh, welcome back. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. Uh, we are talking about the uh, Milwaukee Brewers trade. Christian Yelich, he moves over to the Brewers from the Marlins. And, you know, one of it, as, it's funny because uh, in this last month, Bogman and I working on our project, our book we're putting together, Christian Yelich is, is in this. And, you know, it's kind of a, a little bit of a struggle. I think you actually had Yelich uh, you were debating for in that specific matchup. And at that time, you know, we were in a spot where the Marlins were like, well, we're not moving him. 
there was not a lot of protection. It was Bohr, Real Muto, Castro, and Yelich. And there's a concern the RBI totals, everything kind of goes down. Well, this has kind of changed a decent amount. I don't know if the depth charts steamer that I'm looking at at Fangrass has already made an adjustment for the new team, but fans, which they put up there, is projecting a 2020 season from Yelich now. Uh, steamer has a 24-11 and 11 number on him. So we'll, we'll, we'll break down what the Brewers kind of do with players, but talk to me about the overall value because the one thing I saw as soon as that trade went down was most people assuming Yelich's like, value is going to skyrocket now. I mean, I think it has to. He goes to a much better lineup. And, you know, we talked about this off air a little bit, the Welsh. You know, you look at roster resource. They have him hitting uh, number one, which, which to I be just, honest, I don't know. It, 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 to me it's fine because the Brewers have so many stolen base attempts. So He's hitting he, three. I just don't buy it. He's I, I think he is, too, because I don't like Travis Shaw, and Travis Shaw they have scheduled to hit three right now, and Ryan Braun is cleaning up, and how many games is that dude actually going to play? So, I mean, they don't even have Domingo Santana in the lineup right now because it's Yelich, Kane, and um, Braun in the outfield. So Santana's probably going to wind up getting moved for an arm or something. And, yeah, there were um, some rumors going out there about the Indians. The Indians might be a fit. You could start to presume maybe a guy like Danny Salazar or something. Right, right. So we'll see what happens there. But you know what? Whether he hits leadoff for the Brewers or if he hits three for the Brewers, which, you know, it it, it offers you different things no matter what. But wherever he hits, I think his value has to come up. He's in a better lineup. He's more protected. I mean, I think that now we're getting what we had from Yelich last season plus a little bit more speed. So, yeah, to, and your point, you're setting that up because I want you to um, – I'm going to relay the last year's stats, but I want you to relay the Craig Council stats for the Brewers. But to your point, though, he is put in a spot now where, unlike the Marlins, there's a – I mean, if Jonathan VR returned to value, they go and sign Lorenzo Cain, which we'll talk about in a minute. Braun, Thames, we know what they could potentially do. Travis Shaw – I mean, all of these guys from top to bottom – I have seen on really big hot streaks. This is probably one of the most, the better underrated lineups. I'm not going to call it one of the better lineups in baseball. Some might argue that it is. It's one of the more better up uh, underrated lineups that we are going to see. But with it, the I don't. I think the hype is a little bit less about the surrounding pieces, as it is more about what the Brewers might do with Christian Yelich, whether it's leadoff or hitting three. What was the Craig Council stat that you saw? It was uh, that since Craig Council took over as manager of the Brewers, that the Brewers have the second most stolen bases attempts in baseball, right behind the Reds. And the Reds had like 200 and something of those from Billy Hamilton. Of course. Yeah, I was about to say, like, so, that is Billy Hamilton carrying that whole thing. Right, exactly. So basically, you know, outside of the Billy Hamilton team, they have the most. And remember, VR had 62 two years yeah, ago. That's so, true. I mean, he uh, definitely pushes runs. That. They run well, a lot. Last year, the Brewers finished second in stolen bases overall, uh, only to the Angels. So the Brewers had 128 stolen bases last year, and the Angels finished number one with 136. And this is this is coming off of an off year from VR. But you got guys like Braun steals bases there, and he's a thousand years old. Santana, Keon Broxton does. You've got Orlando Arcia. Everyone is stealing bases there. And then what they do is they just go add one of the better. I think I saw our buddy Justin Mason put out a stat that last year only 
four players hit for 300 and stole over 20 bases. I don't remember who they were off the, just the top of my head right now. I'm assuming Trout was one of them. Um, but uh, Kane was in that argument. So you get a guy that could, Kane could steal 30 bases on this team. And then Yelich. So that's the thing that people are jumping at. This is a they guy, so Christian Yelich. Yeah, Christian Yelich. Running. Last year with the Marlins stole 16 bases. The year before it was nine, and the year before that it was 16. In 2014, he stole 21. There is 20 plus stolen base potential hidden in this guy, and he now we went chicken. To... I baseball mean, dude, chicken he... first baseball chicken live on the air. The Welsh. I think we should chicken. We could do it. I got the sounder here. Here we go. Uh, let's uh, play the chicken. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We're going to play the chicken, where uh, we will chicken the stolen bases, because you could put a 20 stolen base guy on a team that was number two last year and has been number two over the last three seasons. Okay, so uh, I'll let you open the bit up. 20. Oh, man, you're just (laughs) going right out the... You're going right out. We have the the chicken music. 20 stolen bases. Okay, so here, the, the intense chicken music. All right. Go up. 22. 23. 25. 27. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. You All went right. past my number. 26 was my number. I, I think he, it's a career high number here, but. Um, you went past my number. I went 25, uh, I, hoping you would bow out because 26 was my number. I think there's a chance that he hits leadoff, and I think if he hits leadoff, 20, you know, 25 to 30 is a given. I think he'll he'll hit somewhere in between there. I might come up a little bit short on that number, but Counts loves to run, man. He loves to run those guys. So I could, and, and you know what? He could get a decent amount if he hit. Uh, you know, I think he's. For if you're building a perfect lineup, I think Yelich is a perfect two hitter. So I don't know if you know many lineups in baseball could afford to have him at number two, but uh, I I like him there, and I like him if he's hitting uh, one or two, whether it's him uh, Kane or him or him or Kane, he could be on the front or back end of a lot of double steals. See, so. yo, that, oh, that's a good point. I like him at three. Last year with the Marlins, and remember, you had Marcelo Zuna, who was all-world, and Giancarlo Stanton, and you had D. Gordon in the lineup. Yelich hit three 144 games out of however many he played. Ten games right. were at the leadoff spot, I believe, if I remember correctly. 144 well, that was when the they were doing hole. that weird stuff with Stanton hitting two. Remember, Stanton hit two for yeah. a big chunk of last year, and... Uh, yeah, obviously it worked. He hit all those bombs uh, because he was protected by Yelich and also because he has more power than anybody I've ever seen in my life. But, um, you know, he he has experience hitting three. So I don't I don't think either one is completely out of the question or out of the realm. Like, would, would you be if you drafted Yelich, would you be pissed if he was hitting one? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think the RBIs are going to go down, even though the obviously, team, right. if they put VR at eight, up. Yeah, I mean, VR at eight, he could still have it. But I think I might be, uh, to be honest with you, I want him at three. Because I think a uh, a council team, any team, like if I look at the Brewers, I look at that and I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to spread out my dominant stolen base guys. I want Kane at one. I want Yelich at three. I want to throw VR at like seven. And I want some guys that can be dominant on the base path 
just kind of spread out. If you have Domingo Santana, maybe Domingo, you've got Kane at one, Yelich at three, Santana at six, VR at eight. And you, I mean, you have just set yourself up with this incredible speed to power ratio where you're, you know, the power guys behind these guys are Braun and Thames and Travis Shaw that I think that's a dynamic lineup. I, I don't know. You, you give they a fair a point. If he's leading, if he's leading of versatility off in this lineup, they can do a lot of stuff with it. I think, and I think that may be something they do throughout the season. They may move it around. But to your point, if he is in the leadoff spot, I would think Yelich is going to be a prime stolen base guy. He's going to surpass 100 runs, and I think he's going to hit for a high average. I still want him at three because I still think he can steal 25 bases or 26, whatever, right. if he's hitting out of the three hole. So I guess to it, you and I are kind of falling victim to the, uh, as we'd call it, the shock and awe of this trade and just being like, I, I, I think we both believe this is a huge move fantasy-wise, which in the two early mock um, ADPs that uh, Fangraphs did, Justin Mason did, eh, it's hard to gauge those now because I don't think they qualify because at that time, these were done in like November, Yelich was going 65 overall. And I just don't, I think before this, he's, he was going about in the 50s. But now you're talking about... He's going 60 uh, a week ago uh, when when I made this for our matchups for our book. He was going at 61. Okay, I have got... You know what? I'm going to save this for the other side of the break. I got a debate for you. And Uh-oh. I've got maybe two debates that I am going to put out there and see, would you rather have Yelich or these players? We're going to talk about that on the other side of this break as well. Um, former teammate, uh, JT Romuto, he is being rumored in a Nationals trade. Well... I should call it that. The Nationals and them have talked, but the, the Marlins are ridiculous in their asking price. And if we can squeeze this in because we've got some good guests in the second hour, I would love to talk about this 80-grade hit tool that was given to one prospect for the <laughs> first time ever, that whole concept. So we will try to get all of that in the next segment. Don't go anywhere. Fantasy Baseball Talk plus Hour 2, Nick Whalen from Rotowire and FNTSY's own Jake Seeley. Talk some XFL and some football. So don't go anywhere. Football. We'll be right back. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Your attention, please. 
Packers, Don Rod, Fantasy Baseball. Trevor May had Tommy John surgery last spring, the first time since that surgery, just earlier today. Posted some video on his Instagram account, tweeted it out. Good news for Trevor May. Maybe we'll see him back again on the mound for the Twins early in the season. Probably not, I would think, very unlikely for opening day, but maybe the month of May for Trevor May. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Fantasy Sports Today. Landry wants approximately $13 million a year. He wants Devontae Adams kind of money. I think personally think the Dolphins should pay it. If the Dolphins want to continue to be a playoff team, this guy could really be the crux of any push that they make. He's maybe the most dependable possession receiver in the NFL. You live in South Florida, you lost Giancarlo Stanton, you lost Marcel Asuna, but now you may lose Jarvis Landry. Weekdays, 6 a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true it's in this league. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for in this league? Answer me. Suck my white ass. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. <laughs> well, that one always stays in the rotation. Welcome back <laughs> in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh, as uh, we were told there by Adam Sandler and the voice guy. We are back at it, uh, finishing up our fantasy baseball talk for this hour. We've, I mean, we've really spanned out this whole Christian Yelich stuff. So I am going to let's go to the debate, and then a couple other topics we'll try to throw in here uh, while we can in the rest of this hour. So uh, as we were going to break, I had I had thought of a um, a debate that I want you to battle. We're all about debates. That's the go book, away by debate. The way. Couple weeks here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go away, Baton. So in uh, about two weeks, I want you guys to uh, be on the lookout on Amazon and potentially in thisleague.com for a ninety-nine uh, player debates for two thousand eighteen book. It's stuff like this that we do. This one, I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of wish we could have done this one. This would be, I think, a really good one. So I don't believe Christian Yelich ADP is going to sit any longer in the sixties. It's probably going to sit somewhere happily in the late 40s to early 50s, depending where you are. That's my assumption how things are going to go over the next couple weeks. Right. And we'll probably t- we'll talk about it definitely on the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast. But 2018, Christian Yelich or Reese Hoskins. You like mm. Reese Hoskins? You're not the biggest Reese Hoskins person on the wor- in the world, but 300 hitter, 20 homers. You think 27 stolen bases from Yelich. Uh, you're going to have heavy runs. You're probably going to be... I wouldn't call it elite, but pretty dominant in four of the five categories with Yelich. Reese Hoskins, all-world last year. Average isn't going to be the best, but you're going to get massive RBIs, probably massive runs, and massive home runs. So what do you do? 
man. Okay, so I I have a I have a caveat for this one because if I think that if Yelich hits three, I have to go with Yelich because I think he can he can be that power speed combo guy and he can be close to matching with the uh, you know the RBI and he has a high average. You know it it may not matter. Mm. You know, I'm going to go with Yelich. I I love Hoskins, and I love the power potential, but down the stretch, you know, he, he, what you're really paying for with Hoskins is a good month because when he came up, he was incredible. Now, he's going to have power no matter what month. I I bet you he hits, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 bombs. I would not be surprised by that. Uh, I know that's probably right around where, you know, Steamer and all those things happen, but in August, he hit. 304 with 11 bombs. In September and October, he still hit seven bombs, but he hit 220. So, by the way, he, he is got, his. Uh, oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. Finish. I, I cut you off. I'll, uh, I'll tell I was you just going to say he, he he just got a little bit adjusted on, and, and so I mean he can make an adjustment and come back and and all that stuff. But I think you're looking closer at a 240 to 250 hitter. I don't think he's going to hit 260 or 270. So what what does Steamer have on him? Steamer has him hitting 263 with 36 homers, 98 RBIs, and 85 runs. Fans, of course, has him, doesn't have him more homers, only 36 homers, but has a higher average, higher runs and RBIs. And depth charts has 37 homers in a row with 101 RBIs and 260. So everyone assumes you're getting 35 plus homers uh, with a 260 average from Reese Hoskins this year. I think so. What I've done on the average, I think it'd be like closer to 250. So I know what I'm going to get out of Yelich, and he's in a better lineup. I'm going to go with Yelich. I'm going to go with Yelich too, and maybe it maybe there's going to be a homerism in it. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Bavona, I went out and uh, put this. I'd love it if you guys if you could get it retweeted. I put a poll out. I tagged FNTSY Radio and Bogman. I put you on it. Standard five by five. Who do you want in 2018 for fantasy baseball? Reese Hoskins or Christian Yelich? Early votes are in right now, Bogman. 91% is on Yelich. Very early votes. I mean, I literally just posted it and we're only like, you know, the early double digits of votes here. But Christian Yelich is so far running away with this. So if we can get, um, where's the other choice? Fill in option. Yeah. Well, oh, someone put, it, I'm like, well, I'm not, it's between these two, buddy. It's not a, there's not another choice. Which one would you rather have? So, um, you guys could, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, the, the poll will probably still be out for a little bit. If you're listening live, if it's on demand, probably won't, but we will most likely discuss it on one of the podcasts. I think this is a fascinating debate because this is a, this had about a 25, um, uh, rank spread on it for the last three months. And because of this trade, I think it is going to close the gap. And I'm curious at what the, you know, what the overall consensus is on this. The, the gap as more votes are coming in, you know, it's a, uh, it's a uh, closing a little bit, but I we will see. Maybe we'll close. revisit at like, the end of the show. Hoskins is the darling. He's the darling for sure. But Yelich is in the news right now and everybody knows he's going to move up a little bit. So this should be fairly close. I bet you it's 55, 45, one way or the other at the end of the show. I'll bet you're right. I'll bet you. I bet Yelich maybe is 55. I think I think you are correct on it. It's a little skewed right now, but uh, votes are um, they're pouring in. So we will review that. So the other couple things. So the Marlins, the other trade that they were talking about, obviously, they're just, you know, depleting the whole system and just starting over. JT Romuto is the last one he wants out. And the Nationals were talking about JT Romuto, but the Marlins. And I just read a report here, um, like literally as we were coming on the air, I don't remember if it was from John Heyman or John, or Joe, uh, Morrissey or whoever, but the first part is that they were asked, 
the Nationals were asked by the Marlins, we want Victor Robles for JT no. Romito. No. And then, you know, again, this is one of those. <laughs> but then the report that came out that I just saw said the Marlins are not bending from it. it they want a one-for-one real Muto for Looks Robles. Like Romito staying. Yep, they're not breaking <laughs> from mean, it. And the and the report said no other team is even close to what the Marlins want. So, I mean, is this going to stick? That That's an asinine trade to me. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't think – there's plenty of, you know – I mean, look the uh, the Royals. If they're if they're not going to re-sign anybody, and you know Eric Hosmer's going to, yeah, Kane's already gone. Eric Hosmer hasn't re-signed. They re-signed Alcides Escobar. But if they're going to sign re-sign nobody, Salvi Perez might be available. Go get Salvi Perez instead. You know, don't don't give up Robles for real Muto. Go trade one of your other prospects. Trade Juan Soto for Salvador Perez instead. Do that. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought so. I thought the Nationals might break it down and say, we'll give you Juan Soto or something like that. That would have been a... Sure. A, I mean, I still don't like it, but it would have been a better trade if the Nationals are looking, you know, in a win-now standpoint. I do think the Marlins will bend on this, and JT Romito will be traded because he doesn't want to be there, and none of those guys want to be there. So, you yeah, know, Star- I, I love do? that Starlin Castro said he doesn't want to be there either, and he's going to be like the only guy left. That's so yeah, I mean, well, he wants to be traded. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be Justin Bohr. That's the only one that hasn't said anything. Hey, you know, I just realized uh, I want to get the 80-grade hit tool thing. Uh, uh, Lorenzo Cain, though, we, we skipped over him for a minute. Are you even more plus on Lorenzo Cain now? I mean, this seems like this is a be. drastically high move. Yeah, I mean, it's just this, is, this was made for him. Yeah, you have to be because, uh, you know, they, they run so much in, in Milwaukee. You have to be higher on Cain. Right now he's going like right at pick one hundred. So where, I mean, yeah, I was looking for him. Where was he in the? Where was he in the early mock? Do you have any recent ADP numbers in front of you? One hundred point seven two. Eighty four in the two early mock of industry people. Okay, I think he dropped because we didn't know where he's going to wind up. And there were teams that were looking at him that didn't run. You know, the Giants don't run to, uh, uh, you know, a whole lot. And I think maybe who was it? Else? The the Red Sox don't run too much. So it was teams like that that were looking at Kane, and I think that's why he dropped because, you know, the majority of his value is held in stolen bases and runs. And if he's going to hit lower in the lineup because he plays for a better team or goes to a team that doesn't run too much, he is going to drop and drop and drop. But I think um, he is going to start moving up and up and up. How about here's a player debate for you. Would you rather if you're going to ask the same one? Adam Eaton or Lorenzo Kane? Lorenzo Kane. That one's easy for me. It's okay, really easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one I was going to, yeah, just because Adam Eaton, I mean, I still like him, but I think there's some stuff they might do with the lineup coming off the injury. He's still limited, I suppose, in nature of like the um, the counting stats, where I think Lorenzo Kane, I think Lorenzo Kane beats him in homers and stolen bases. So I have to ask myself, how different is the average? It might be kind of different if Eaton hits 320 or something like that. But the one I was going to ask you is there was so much preseason hype put on Domingo Santana. I feel like Kane has switched spots with Domingo Santana. I feel like they have swapped spots. It's like that uh, Freaky Friday thing. Um, Santana was going about 80, you know, between probably 75 and 85, somewhere in there. Well, let me ask you this. If Domingo Santana got flipped to give me a random team, let's say he got traded to the Giants. Right? How about Giants the Indians? The Indians were the rumor. Sure. Okay. He gets traded to the tribe. Would you rather have Lorenzo Cain or would you rather have Domingo Santana? Boy, I mean, that to me, that's a good place for him to go. <laughs> that's a pretty good place for I him know. to go. Um, <laughs> you I know, think for I'd this still season, rather have Domingo. Mm, 
he he's one of the. I mean, dude, he he's one of those just major buzzy hype players. I'm kind of leaning Lorenzo Kane, and maybe I need to maybe I need a couple days to simmer back because I don't want that to be one of those like you know uh, recency things like oh the trade happened. But I don't know, man. I feel like Lorenzo Kane is going to be set and primed to potentially beat him in a majority of these categories. Domingo Santana. Maybe if Santana went, you know, to like Colorado or something like that. But I don't know. I, I think, no, I'm going to go with Lorenzo Kane. I'm going to go with, I think Kane is going to sit comfortably 75. I'm looking at the two early mock results. And there are guys like, I'm taking Kane. These are guys that went ahead of Kane, but this was like months ago. I'm taking him over, uh, where do you go? Jake Lamb, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle Seeger. Yes. Miguel Cabrera. Uh, okay. Tommy Pham? Uh, yeah. Uh, see, that's close, Ooh. too. Okay, I got one for you. Cespedes or Kane? Cespedes. I'm going Kane, I think. I, I want think the speed. I want have, the speed of the power. Risk. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. get it. I, I I don't hate it at all. I, I, I understand it. I just think that I'm, you know, I'm still Team Cespedes. I'm always a Cespedes guy, so. Yeah, that's true. You're the, I, the can't, I wish I could quit you, Cespedes. I can't. But I can't. I cannot do uh, it. All right. Small segment coming up here. We'll, we'll dedicate it to the 80-grade hit tool. MLB uh, pipeline uh, on Saturday. If you're listening to this live tonight, if you missed it, you can go and you know see the replay or you can read what they did. They released their top 100. Top 100 prospects all across the board. I always say caution yourself because they don't do it for fantasy. If you fantasy owners are looking for stuff, why don't you check out what I do at Prospect 1? But That's right. they gave... One of these players, an 80-grade hit tool. It is the first time it has ever happened. So let's talk about that player on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. It's in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. We will be right back. When you wake up in the morning, is fantasy sports usually the first thing on your mind? If the answer is yes, then you have to immediately tune into the Fantasy Sports Radio Network to get your day started. Scott Angle greets you every weekday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on Fantasy Sports Today. It's bacon, eggs, and the king every morning. Scott delivers all the latest fantasy news and adds his own analysis to get your fantasy day rolling. Don't miss Fantasy Sports Today, weekdays from 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Daniel Bryan. Yes. You're doing it. Yes. 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 Pick 30. No. Let's go. You're wrong, man. Let's go. What do you yeah. think the chances? When I text like, you Sunday night, Greg. I hope you do. I tell you suck What it. do you think the chances? Say he can't ever wrestle again, so there's this standing by that. In WWE. Do you think they would allow him to his music to hit just to get that pop and him to just run in and get thrown right out? No. No. You don't think they would allow that? awesome. Weekdays from 11 to noon Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> Hey, you like fantasy football? You like 8-bit music? You like wrestling? You like fun? Well, I've got fun for you. Let me tell you about 
you something, brother. The greatest show ever on Fantasy Sports Radio Network is on Target Fantasy, brother, okay? You've got Jake Seely. He's a ranker, okay? You've got Chris Meaty, Canadian Kindness, and you've got Joe Pizapia, Mr. Blackbook, every day, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. My God, it's an unbelievable two hours of fantasy goodness. Check the link. Red Heat and NBA All-Star rosters were announced. Yeah, a lot of people are mocking LeBron James's team, but LeBron's the type of guy that's going to bring it. LeBron doesn't like these young millennial kids and stuff like that. Like he's, He hates a lot of people, actually. You know what I mean? He just seems like a real surly dude. Well, that's where, you know, it's like Tom Brady. That's why they are where they are. That's true. Always with a chip on their shoulder. So I can sort of see LeBron showing up. Weekdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. This league. If he is in the leadoff spot, I would think Yelich is going to be a prime stolen base guy. He's going to surpass 100 runs, and I think he's going to hit for a high average. I still want him at three because I still think he can steal 25 bases or 26, whatever, if he's hitting out of the three hole. So I guess to it, you and I are kind of falling victim to, as we call it, the shock and awe of this trade and just being like, I think we both believe this is a huge move fantasy-wise. Saturdays, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What is that? What is that? What is that? It's in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. That was the live sound of how the internet was. Uh, It wasn't the Wicker Man. It was actually the internet when MLB Pipeline announced that they have given a prospect an 80-grade hit tool. They've never done it before. (laughs) That prospect, well, uh, his father just got to the Hall of Fame, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the first 80-grade hit tool that anyone has ever gotten. I love Vlad Guerrero Jr. more than most. I just did on uh, Prospect One the episode, if you guys want to hear Junior Spivey and Kamar Rocker, I kind of just openly talked about how like I have battled from a fantasy perspective wanting Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to be above Acuna and Otani, and I've just had that consistent battle. But the conversation, Boggs, is more about just the uptightness of the fantasy baseball community where nobody ever wants to give the high grades because you know what they tell themselves? Well, there's no way to go up. Well, who cares? If this guy's the best of the best and he's got one of the best hit tools, don't be like, well, I'm going to give him a 75. Give him an 80. So we're making a big deal about this. (laughs) Right. And also, wouldn't you say that everyone understands that you graded him as an 80 in the minor leagues? If the dude tears up his shoulder or whatever, you know, he, he, can't hit major league pitching for whatever reason. He has vision problems. If something happens to him physically, everyone will understand. You know what I mean? 
okay. Yeah, man. You know, that's just like I just have a is. hard time. Like, like when I see this type of stuff, I have a hard time thinking like, well, why doesn't Bryce Harper get that? What were the things that we were picking apart so much when this guy's out here hitting three twenty and forty homers? You know, same thing That's goes with Mike question, Trout. That's a clown question, bro. It is a clown question, but it's <laughs> it's the. I guess, you know, at the end of the day, it's truly just one of those baseball things that you and I well, are not old school baseball people. We are not. It's the same thing as, you know, I'll never vote someone in for first ballot because X, Y, and Z didn't get in. First. I'm voting Barry Bonds in if I had a vote every single year until he gets in. Because he's one of the yeah, best baseball I mean, players of all time. I don't care. I don't care. He is. I, he was a, a jerk to me personally, so I'll never vote for him. But Oh, yeah. What did he uh, do yeah, to you? I, I forgot it. about that. What did he do to get you again? A, told me to get off his effing lawn. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you still got to I mean, vote for him. It was like middle of Roid Rage days. So, you know, I, you know it, to <laughs> be expected. Yeah. yeah uh, well, not really. Yeah. I mean, not, don't really need to put that tag on there. But I'm just saying, like, you and I, we, don't, we, we are not of that old school um, baseball community. We don't think like that. And we also, I just don't think, have some of that conservatism that is built into these things. So I see this type of stuff. And personally, I just roll my eyes. I roll my eyes at this stuff. The 80, like, people are so finicky about giving any 80 grade hit tool, calling people aces, all that type of stuff. I get the, the hold back on it, but I don't know. I think it's good for everybody. I think it's good for everybody when we can acknowledge this is an incredible talent. This, I mean, Ronald Acuna is not that, but maybe he's an 80-grade prospect if you look at the tools. You know, maybe, you know, when you got a guy that's 65 across the board, you can start giving those considerations. So it made news. Everyone was talking about it because the first time they gave that grade on Vlad Guerrero Jr., the guy is going to be special. I mean, I think he's going to be the next. It's it's hard to comp players, but he has the working up of being the next type of like Miguel Cabrera. Do, do you ever find that the the, uh, the grades confusing? Why don't they just predict what he's going to hit in the bigs? You yeah. yeah, couldn't we instead why, of eighty just, just have say, amazing? Uh, yeah, it's a two seventy hitter. You know. Yeah. Or you, you well, know. well. To your point though, Boggs, those grades are supposed to equate. They do equate to like an well, overall why, average. Why not type just of say thing. it? This is like when I turn my money into bitcoins to pay people for doing things for me. So <laughs> yeah, we can have crypto batting or yeah, crypto scouting. I like that. This guy is <laughs> that's like basically five bitcoins. What it is? Eight you know, bitcoin that's how, that's, is yeah. <laughs> how bitcoin started was from baseball scouts. No, no, no. Well, you have to turn the average into a score and then base them on that score. No, this guy's an eight. What the dude's gonna hit? Come on. Vlad Guerrero is an eight Bitcoin, but I would say that Ronald Acuna is a five Bitcoin with three Litecoin and a little bit of Ethereum in him. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, that's essentially what this. You nerded it up. I'm sorry. You nerded it right up too much. Katy Perry did it too. Katy Perry shill. We can talk about that. All right, that's Vlad Guerrero Guerrero Jr. We're coming up. Second hour. Jake Seeley, Nick Whalen, whole bunch going. So don't go anywhere, my friends. We will be back.